This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, today, but let's talk right now about the post office, Canada Post. Now, for a, a while, as of late, there's been the looming threat that there was going to be a striker lockout. And we came awfully close to that point and concerned that uh, mail service would be disrupted. That was averted. So we've got uh, a couple of years of labor peace. But have we really solved anything at Canada Post? Right now, Canada Post initially was pressing for some, some big changes to, to pensions. And it doesn't seem like anything significant is going to happen on that front. So uh, as far as that's concerned, it seems as though that problem has been kicked down the road. And a lot of other deeper, fundamental, structural problems at Canada Post. But it doesn't seem as though anything's really been resolved. Canada Post has been losing money. I mean, if you want to look at it certain ways, there's been profitable quarters here and there. But in terms of Canada Post's overall liabilities, those have grown. I guess if we were to sell Canada Post, what would we really get for it? Which is a concern. So right now, Canada Post has been focused on cost cutting. Trying to make the company leader and more efficient. Uh, The union representing postal workers has opposed a lot of that. In particular, the move to community mailboxes, which has become a a political hot potato. And uh, both the Liberals and the New Democrats in the last election were saying, no, no, we're going to go back to home mail delivery. So what do we want from Canada Post? Do we want Canada Post to find ways of saving money to make itself more efficient, more cost effective? Or do we just want to make mail, uh, the delivery of mail, a government service? And we'll bring the mail to your door regardless of the cost. And if it's a money-losing proposition, well, we'll just... Pump tax dollars into that and keep it going. I think we need to have some some deeper conversations about what we expect Canada Post to be. Someone who's got some uh, interesting insights on all of this is Michael Warren. In fact, was uh, CEO at Canada Post in addition to being a uh, former uh, corporate director and Ontario deputy minister at TTC. And spent a lot of time at Canada Post. He's got an op-ed in the Toronto Star this week exploring some of these questions. And he joins us on the line here today. Michael Warren, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Well, your thoughts on this, as you called it, uh, a two-year peace treaty that uh, Canada Post uh, has just arrived at now with its employees. Well, I think what we really have is uh, the Liberal Minister called it voluntary victory for free collective bargaining, but I'm not so sure. Um, this peace treaty really... Uh, means that Canada Post has not been able to proceed with any of the cost-cutting and um, um, reductions that are necessary for it to stay solvent. So I I think what we have here is is a uh, a loss for the taxpayers of Canada because Canada Post can't continue down the road that it's on. It is virtually and financially bankrupt. Well, and that's an interesting point, because we often hear Cup W, or, or defenders of the status quo, uh, make the point that uh, Canada Post has been profitable. It's had some profitable quarters or profitable years uh, recently, but uh, that, that doesn't tell the whole story, the financial state of the corporation, does it? No. Um, their um, uh, second quarter profit is $45 million, which sounds like a lot, but their uh, sales are $3 billion, so this is less than 2% of their sales, so it's it's almost a break-even situation. And what they face is a uh, set of liabilities that are now at about $11 billion, and they only have $8 billion in assets. So that means that uh, Canada Post is underwater, if you like, uh, by about $3 billion, and that $3 billion 
uh, is guaranteed by the taxpayers of, uh, of Canada. So their situation is getting worse for a couple of reasons. First, they're not making enough profit. Uh, and secondly, they have a huge uh, underfunding of their pension plan, which is now around $8.1 billion. And it's been put off. This issue has been put off by the previous Conservative government. And now it's being kicked down the road a little bit further by the Liberals. So what is it that Canada Post is is trying to achieve? Do, do they seem to have a, a plan to, to address those those liabilities and re- restore some, some fiscal balance? Well, they brought in a five-point plan a few years ago, um, and it was fairly tough medicine, increased, uh, certainly substantial increases in the cost of postal services. Uh, they closed some offices. They were uh, successful in, in getting some entry-level employees on a more affordable pension plan. And um, so that action plan has helped them to temporarily get into a very modest profit picture. But one of the major things they did during that time, which was controversial, is to convert home delivery to community mailboxes across the country. And in the last election, the Liberals came along and I think quite naively said, no, we're going to stop that, uh, which is, uh, I think, without giving it a lot of thought. Stopping that means that Canada Post now is losing about $200 million a year in savings that it was going to get from the conversion to community mailboxes. So we have a business plan that the Liberals have not allowed to stay in place, and we have this increasing uh, uh, underfunding of their pension plan, which the Conservatives allowed the corporation to uh, ignore, if you like, for about four years, and then start paying against it again, and it's simply grown. So we have uh, a an operating plan that the Liberals haven't allowed to proceed, and we have a uh, building of this huge uh, asset under our pension fund underfunding, which has now got to the point where, uh, when you're talking about $8 billion, uh, this is a huge problem. And the union, like CUPW, keeps saying, well, it's not a problem, but it is a problem, a very real one, and it's going to affect their own employees because their, their future pension uh, status is, is, is at, uh, at risk. Well, and it, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned uh, the, the Liberals and, and the, the commitment they made regarding Superbox, and it speaks to how the government is is maybe trying to, to have it both ways here, that, that uh, either Canada Post, as you allude to in your column, either we're going to now treat it as uh, a public service and, and we're going to subsidize it to ensure that everybody has home delivery and all of that, or we're going to, to allow it to act as a corporation and trying to find those efficiencies and, and, and cost savings. So we, which is it? Well, I think those are the two choices you've identified, the two basic choices. And the government has set up a, a postal task force to look at the various uh, options. Um, the terms of reference don't terms of reference don't mention anything about financial sustainability, which is interesting. Um, but in any event, the two choices you've set out are the ones that the, the Liberals have to choose between, and neither of them are politically uh, attractive. If you let the corporation uh, do what it uh, wants to do with its business plan, then there's going to be some politically unpopular decisions. They'd be back to converting uh, uh, more home delivery to community mailboxes, and they'd be increasing prices and, and doing a number of other things to stay uh, financially self-sufficient. But that um, doesn't solve the 
pension issue, and I don't know how the government is going to solve that. That pension underfunding is guaranteed by you and I, uh, the government of Canada. So it's been allowed to get to a staggering amount, and I don't know how they're going to handle that um, uh, because I don't think the business plan for Canada Post, uh, I don't think there is a business plan that could create the kind of returns and profits that will be needed to uh, service this pension problem. So um, I think the government is between a rock and a hard place. The previous one was as well. I've been an advocate, and others have, back several years ago. The Canada Post should have been privatized when it still was debt-free and was worth something. Uh, But I think that uh, ship has probably sailed. That's an interesting point. Now, as as you note in your piece, Cup W has has argued that uh, Canada Post should get into the banking industry as well. And I've I've seen other commentators call for the same thing. But do do you see that as any kind of panacea for, for the corporation? I don't, because first of all, the banking business is a very uh, um, competitive business, and it's also one where you just can't enter it uh, with a group of people that have no training in that area. And more than that, the argument that's put forward is that Canada Post could provide banking for people in remote areas that uh, traditional banks uh, are not servicing. And really, the, uh, the one of the statistics I've heard is that uh, now something like 99% of Canadians have some kind of connection to a financial institution. And some of these are now fin banks, in other words, online banks like Tangerine and others that are that are now challenging traditional banks, where you can go online, have a bank account, uh, get loans and so on. And whether you're in Inuvik or whether you're in St. John's or wherever you are, uh, easy access. So the argument that Canada Post should be in the banking business uh, to save uh, its its faltering business plan and make sure that Cup W gets even more uh, uncompetitive in its wages, I think is a, is a faulty argument, particularly because Canadians now have probably more banking opportunities in remote areas than they've ever had in the history of the country. Well, you mentioned privatization. I know that uh, at least one conservative leadership candidate has raised that prospect and talked about ending the, the monopoly. What might surprise a lot of people, I, I was surprised to read it in your piece, that there, there actually was a plan put to the conservatives back in 2008 by the, the CEO at the time for gradual privatization, but it wasn't something the conservatives wanted to touch then. I was surprised that they weren't because the conservative you know, motto was smaller governments. Right. And one would have thought that uh, they, they put in place uh, a CEO, her name is Moya Green. She had been instrumental in uh, guiding the privatization of CN Rail, which was very successful, as you recall. Mm-hmm. CN Rail now is, is one of the major rail companies in North America, and it was a crown corporation. And there's been others, you know, Petrocan and Air Canada, all been crown corporations that have been privatized. So she was put in place, and we thought, a number of us thought, that she would start the process of gradual privatization. That was when Canada Post had uh, had more assets than liabilities, it owns, which it still does, pure later, and uh, you know it could be sold for a significant amount of money. And so she was going down that road, and the conservatives blinked. I don't know why they blinked. Maybe they thought there was too much controversy involved. She eventually left Canada Post, went to Britain, 
and uh, was the instrument used by the Cameron government to privatize the 700-year-old Royal Mail. She's done that successfully. So we missed a great opportunity back five or six years ago when Canada Post was in much better financial shape to privatize it. Today, uh, if you sold Canada Post, the first thing you face is a negative uh, net worth of about $3 billion. So that means the company <laughs> is worth uh, – you'd have somebody have to put up that $3 billion, uh, before uh, a buyer would be even interested in taking over uh, the liabilities associated with the Canada Post. Well, numerous challenges, no easy answers. Uh, we'll leave it there. I uh, really appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for that. Nice to talk to you. Take care. Bye now. All right. There you go. That's Michael Warren. He's a former uh, general manager and a CEO at Canada Post. And so his thoughts on, uh, you know, the, the dilemma facing the government, they're going to have to to take a side here because it seems like they do want to have it both ways. They're not going to make a mail a public service again. They're not going to dissolve the corporation and just make it a government program. We're going to make sure we get mail to everybody's door every single day. Canada Post remains a corporation, an expectation that they operate like one with a monopoly, mind you. But at the same time, well, if they're going to try to find cost savings, if they're going to make these changes, like bringing community mailboxes, that's going to save them money. Why are we standing in the way? Now, I get it from a consumer perspective. Why should we tolerate the existence of a monopoly that's just going to give us less and charge us more? Now, I've got my mail from a community box for years. I really don't think it's a big deal at all. It's a non-issue. In fact, I probably only check it a couple times a week anyway. So if people want home delivery, then maybe they should have the option of paying to get home delivery. Uh, The point he made, though, and it's a rather sobering one uh, regarding privatization, it's not that easy right now, unfortunately, because of all of the combined liabilities that Canada Post has. What would we sell it for? Might have to pay someone to take it off our hands. But how about that point? And it didn't receive a lot of attention at the time, kind of passed unnoticed that in 2008, the CEO of Canada Post, uh, Moya Green, not Mo Green, Moya Green, put forward a plan to the Conservatives toward sort of a gradual privatization. And the Conservatives bought, which is uh, disappointing. Missed opportunity, I say. 974-8255 is our telephone number. Text us, 77770. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.